0: Why did narcissists attack or go after or smear successful people? Why do they go after the people that seem to have things figured out in life or seem to be giving them all the love or all the attention? Like why did they actually turn around and bite the hand that feeds them in one sense? Why do narcissists attack successful people? if you guys don't know who i am my name is ben taylor i'm a self-aware narcissist on this platform to provide awareness growth healing and change and i do that in several aspects in several venues i do it by providing content by having live events um, also by coaching people one-on-one I work with people over Zoom, over a period of time, depending on where they are or what questions they have, to provide them either with answers to the questions to be able to get closure, to be able to walk through different aspects of the narcissist's perspective that they wouldn't get from other people. They wouldn't get from their narcissist because they would never get to the place of being honest or being vulnerable about the things that's actually going on inside their head. I work with people daily to break free of the trauma bond. So the idea of something that's been built through cognitive dissonance, through that push and pull in the relationship that makes you think, hey, I know this relationship is actually toxic. I know this relationship is not helpful for me. I struggle when I'm in it. I have high anxiety. I gain weight. I get irritable. I have reactive abuse. I know that this relationship is not helpful or beneficial at all, but I still want it. I still want to go back to it. I still want to engage with the person that I know has hurt or abused me. Oftentimes when you're in this scenario, you feel crazy. You feel like you don't understand what's actually happening. A lot of times you're stuck in the aspect of the trauma bond, whether that's built on cognitive dissonance, whether that's built on the idea of hope or the idea of potential, thinking that maybe something might happen or maybe this person might change. And as I work with people on doing that process of going through the trauma bond and figuring out, hey, what is actually going on? What's the thought that I'm thinking? What's the feelings and the emotions that I'm experiencing? What is the actual thought that's going through my head about the situation? And then being able to put it up against the facts or the truth of the situation and say, hey, does this actually make sense? Like, is this actually what's going on? And as people start to gain truth and gain insight of what they're seeing in the relationship that they didn't realize, that they didn't think of, or they didn't acknowledge was actually happening to them, they're able to start getting that clarity And as they get clarity, it clears out the narcissistic fog that's in between them and everybody else trying to figure out what is going on. What am I supposed to do in this situation? What is actually right? And as I try to guide people through that clarity to get to the place where they can find healing, growth, and change, they walk through a section of what I call limbo land, the idea of detoxing from the narcissist. That's the moment of where life feels like there's some peace there because you're not actively being abused by the narcissist. They're not in your life. They're not in your face screaming, yelling. There's actually a separation, but it doesn't always feel peaceful. And that's the idea of detoxing from that person, from that person that puts you in an addictive nature, just by who they are, how they manipulated, how they controlled. And the feelings of anxiety or dread or like wondering when the hammer's going to drop because you're used to that for such a long period of time has activated a lot of chemicals and hormones in your body that gives that adrenaline type, that addiction type feeling for another person. So as you walk through that, get to the place that I call clarity and vision of where do we go from here? As you're healing, as you're getting through that healing journey, now what's next? What's next as you step forward? And that's where I talk to people about clarity of where they're going in life, what they want to be like, how they want to feel, how, what success when they get there, all these different types of things leading up to the aspect of leaving, leading, living a healthy and um, life that just makes sense, you know, healthy and healed life, okay? And as they walk towards that, it's the idea of like setting up boundaries, boundaries for good people, bad, boundaries for bad people, it doesn't really matter because boundaries are ultimately for you setting those boundaries to make sure that they never go back to the narcissist or they don't get with someone else who has these toxic traits. And that's what I try to do. I try to help people walk through those steps and continue moving forward into life to be healed and happy. Um, Just want to be able to share. That's a little bit of what I do. Um, If you're interested in being able to talk, you can grab on my website, rawmotivations.com. You can grab a one-on-one there. Check out the NARC app. That's a new app that we have that's been out now for just a couple months that we're starting to build awareness. Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Community, NARC. Just search for it in Apple or Google Play and you'll be able to find it there. And it's got a lot of great tools, of courses that are being put up by different people helping you get clarity of what's going on of how to establish boundaries, of what's gaslighting look like, of what's lying mean to a narcissist, all these different things so that you can start to build your awareness, build your arena of weapons to be able to defend yourself against these toxic people. It's a great place to have community there. There's people that are tracking their no contact, they're recording their truth and making sure that they're getting free. We also have exclusive lives that are happening every Monday night with that group. Uh, Also on the second tier, there's also monthly Zoom calls that happen as well. So we'd love to have you a part of that community. Anyways. Without further ado, so narcissists, they seem to attack sometimes successful people. Like you might notice there's a pattern of a narcissist that they come into a person's life and it's like, wait, like I've seen this pattern of them attacking like successful people. And oftentimes it's people in the workplace that have worked hard to be able to get to a certain stature, a certain level, a certain promotion, or a certain pay scale. And the narcissist comes into their lives and they literally walk in and it seems like they wreak havoc on everything. And at the end of the relationship, they look back and they're like, why in the world did they treat me this way? I literally had it made for them. I had literally everything they could have wanted. We went on trips. We went on vacations. I had the money. I had the house. I had the cars, like whatever it might be, but they still don't seem satisfied. And they still seem to attack those successful people. Well, you have I think from a narcissist perspective, a lot of the aspects of them reaching out and looking for people that might be successful has a lot to do about their image. Not the other person, not the other person's scenario. It has to do with how that person makes the narcissist feel and look. Narcissist is all about control and is all about image. So when they're controlling their image, when they're guiding how people want to see them, the, the idea of bringing in someone into their life that looks successful, that looks pretty, that looks sexy, whatever it might be, they bring that person into life to build up how they're perceived by other people because they want to be controlled of their image. That's what they're about. You have a lot of narcissists that come into those people's lives, people that are successful or people that are rich or well-to-do or whatever it might be. They come into those lives for the sole purpose of taking advantage of them you see this a lot of times of narcissists freeloading just coming in and being like hey i'm really struggling like i'm a victim in all these circumstances i'm a victim because i can't handle a job that i haven't been able to be with a a job i'm a victim because of my health or different things like that and they play the victim cards so that the other person takes them in and says i'll take care of everything And what you notice over a pattern of time that the toxic person isn't paying rent or isn't helping with the bills or isn't helping with basic needs and supplies or anything like that. Or maybe they're living in a different house. Maybe they're living in an apartment or a house that you might own or something like that. And they're not contributing. Yes, there's aspect that you want to help and you want to get them on their feet and things like that. But how long does that take? Sometimes you'll see with narcissists, there'll always be an excuse. There's always be another reason, another thought of why this won't happen, why this can't happen. When ultimately it comes to the aspect that they're just taking advantage of you. A lot of times that's what narcissists do when they go after successful people. I had someone I was talking to on a one-on-one where they explained how the narcissist really took all their finances, really depleted all their finances. Countless, countless stories. There's one that was a business, there's one that it was you know, a separate entity, there's a lot of different things. But one one example in particular, he depleted all of their finances. She called him up and she said, By the way, we can't do this, like there's no money left. Like I'm gonna have to file for bankruptcy because of what you just bought or because of what you just did. By the time she got home that person was packing their bags to leave because the money had dried up. Narcissists oftentimes will go after successful people just to be able to freeload off of them and be able to get whatever they can out of it. Sometimes the narcissist or a toxic person, they're looking for the idea of success and thinking that, hey, maybe this relationship will be successful. Maybe they'll bring me up into that success world. Maybe I'll look better in that success world. So going back to image, but maybe the idea of maybe this will be success. A lot of times you have narcissists that are looking for ideal image or an ideal love or ideal power, success, whatever it might be. And so they're in this aspect of, hey, maybe if I bring this person into my life, I will be more successful. The problem is when they get into this relationship, they realize even if they're contributing on a business level or whatever it might be, they still realize I'm not successful because it hasn't fixed their habits, their actions, their words, and all those other attributes that the narcissist is unwilling to change and is unwilling to work on. So the idea of getting to that place of like, I want that success. I'm going to be with this person. Then I'll be successful with this person. I'm not successful. And that's when you start seeing the devaluing and degrading You'll see the narcissist degrade and devalue any person out there. But it's especially hard when it's successful people that they know, hey, I've built this from the ground up. I've accomplished so much and this is how you're treating me? Like you're making me feel stupid when I run a giant company, when I run this or when this. I already know this about myself. I have these degrees or this education. But you all of a sudden start to feel really small and really little because the narcissist is using that and is using the back and forth method of their abuse their emotional and and manipulative abuse to be able to get you to think that you're less than what you are for a narcissist it's almost like a success or uh, pinning the flag on top of the mountain kind of an aspect of when they get to the place that they've brought you down when they've brought you down from that successful spot that successful spot that you've worked so hard to get to and they've brought you down Some of the aspect of the thought behind this is as the narcissist is in that relationship and feels um, overwhelmed or feels uh, like the other person is way above them, it's like, how do I fix this? Okay. Well, the narcissist could improve themselves, but a lot of times they're not willing to do that. So then the next option is I have to take that person and I have to bring them down to my level. If I can bring them down to my level, even though they're successful, if I can bring them down to my level with taking away their self-confidence, their self-worth, their drive, their joy, if I can bring all that down, then I can start feeling better about myself because, see, you're no better than I am. A lot of times the narcissist will use that aspect as well so that they feel better about themselves and so they're putting it back on another person so they don't have to experience those emotions, those feelings, and they're ultimately looking for that success that they're not going to get because they're not willing on changing themselves. Hope that helps.